I helped him do a couple of things here and there uh, when he was in Sopranos and after Sopranos, I kind of you know went on the road. And a he was my times. security and representative, and sort of an agent as well yeah. for my personal appearances at yeah, the time. Yeah, help him out a little bit here and there. But he served as muscle. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Robert Patton Global Podcast. I'm here with Bia Man and John Fiore. Thank you both, gentlemen, for joining me. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Um, it's. I mean, I looked up I looked up a little bit about you, Bia Man, and I like how everyone just calls you Bia Man. And, uh, <laughs> the Bia Man guy. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I was looking at some of your reels, and they're really funny, and I've been telling everyone about... Oh, thanks. Appreciate about, it how you just say some like is your wife if your wife's annoying you just uh suck suck it up be a man or whatever she's on a banger sister be a man (laughs) (laughs) that's when we just record yeah yeah and so and i'm i mean as a brand you know sheath we are very open to everyone's lifestyles and stuff but we do typically sponsor badass motherfuckers i like Mm -hmm. to say um, whether they're comedians, looking at two of them right now, pal. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Back to the bone, yeah. especially being a man. <laughs> it's I'm a- JV, but uh, yeah, I got him with me. So he, you guys are a great duo, the yeah. superheroes. <laughs> and so, you know, I'm I'm just curious how how you guys got together. I think I heard you you were friends when you were younger and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we um. We actually met at a sit-down, um, somebody about, what, 25 yeah, years ago. Yeah, 25 so, or so. I heard of him. I never met him. We're kind of from the same area, like north of, well, we were both from Boston, basically, but from the north of Boston. I had a, a friend who had a problem with gambling <laughs> and um, had to go try to help him out. I, You know, I, I used to um, take action when I was younger, I'd be involved a little bit in that stuff, so I knew people. Nice. It knew the people he was in trouble with. <laughs> we had to go into Boston, and so he was with his guy and uh, a couple other guys, and we yeah. um, had a sit, basically had to sit down and worked it out. Um, in a nutshell, my college roommate lost like twenty one thousand dollars. I got to talk down to like fourteen thousand, which I paid, and my you know my roommate gave it back to me. But it was basically um, truly Italian based wise guys who had a Greek guy working for him where the bets were put in, and they had Jamaican um, muscle. So I went in, worked it out. We came came up with a figure. I tried to get it lower. They said 14. That was fine. I ended up paying it off. Uh, John was there. We kind of hit it off. You know, he was just kind of there. He I was just, representing. Yeah. I had a broker the deal. Yeah, so he would be a man stepped in. He, he, was, he was a little <laughs> bit involved in, in it. So we just kind of hit it off, you know, both. Doing our job, so to say, right? So uh, we stayed in touch, and you know, here we are. So um, as far as my friend, I I pay, paid off. I um, met the two Jamaican guys. They had like machetes in their fucking their belt and stuff, <laughs> just sitting there like this with the dreadlocks, looking at me. And I um, I said, I'm here for the the Greek. I'm, I'm paying off a debt. And they just nodded. I, I gave them fourteen grand. I said fourteen large, and they said, Yeah. And they got their car and left, and that was it. That's that, that was that's what happened in that transaction. But we stayed in touch uh, yeah. since then, and I, you know, I helped him do a couple of things here and there uh, when he was in the Sopranos and after the Sopranos. I 
kind of, you know, went on the road. He was my security and representative and sort of an agent as well for my personal appearances at the time. Yeah, I used to help him out a little bit here and there. But he served as muscle. Some shady appearances in certain like certain areas of town and cities. So you had to have protection. I had the best in the business here. Yeah. I'd I'd him, and I'd seen him in action point blank. Like I said many years ago when he's telling me that story, I saw the kind of guy he was and it was very protected. Yeah, I mean the power of numbers. He I heard I heard you when you were younger, you were like super jacked and uh I mean Trust me, I'm, not, I'm not jacked now. I think you are still pretty, huh? pretty, yeah, pretty yeah, yeah, I wouldn't, beefy. I mean, look at me. I'm just like sticking bones here. Yeah, but you look like, you look like you're ripped. I, I work out, you know, yeah, I'm, I, I, I just, yeah. I just did a fast though for like three days and uh-huh. I, yourself be a man. Yeah, exactly. Torture yourself, yeah. be a man. Yeah. It, I, but it was actually quite like, enlightening it was this weird experience where i i felt you know like more clear and more in touch with the universe or whatever i was look i was i live in woodland park in the in the mountains and i was just i found myself it was like i was on acid kind you, of like I was, you, you guys in colorado right now is that yeah yes okay. Me, just, we did we did a fast we haven't eaten since 12 o'clock <laughs> yeah, yeah. Current, but, current fasting mode <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I that's how I normally am, but I, I was just after Thanksgiving. I, I feel like I ate too much. No, I just, you feel bloated. I know. It was. I felt yeah. gross. Yeah, so I felt like toxic, and so uh, I, you know, which these all, all these you know ice baths and shit. Everyone's doing all these things to be optimal, and I, I'm playing that game. Do you guys? Yeah, do you're, you're into all, all, all the latest stuff: the ice bath, the fasting. Yeah, I, I see all this stuff. I've toyed with some of it. I would do the ice bath, maybe, if one was available. I don't know where it was one. I'm not going to buy one. Me no. and PMM may get, may get a double bathtub and go in it together. <laughs> uh, get the fucking freezing water. Be a man. That's right. Sure. We'll, need, we'll need smaller underwear because our testicles will shrink. We won't wear the same size underwear anymore. <laughs> it it hides it with the pouches yeah. and stuff. So you're not looking. You don't get embarrassed. Um, I, so do you, what, do you guys do stuff to, uh, to like try to optimize your health and yeah, body well, and mind? Yeah. We, we both work out. He's not, he lost, a, which way he I lost, lost about 40 pounds. Yeah. He looks great recently. Yeah. I'm in the peptide crate. Talk about the craze, right? Uh, I've heard, I believe the pep. Yeah. Look into it. BP one five seven or what is it? Yeah, yeah. I took oh, that one. Took another one called it CJC twenty five and Pramelin. And I listen to all these podcasts with these guy longevity people talking about all this stuff. And that's all I listen to. I'm so into it. You got to try it. It really does make you feel better. Mm-hmm. I've had some physical injuries and some of these things like that. BPC one fifty seven. It really works. How do you even? Like that, I mean, I don't even know where to get. I know how I know I can get like TRT and HGA. I mean, anyway, I can get things, but the right. pep, yeah, peptides, yeah. how do you get peptides? Well, there's a lot of like, like say clinics around here. Well, yeah, know, they probably have them there too. Like Remedy MD, these are like they do skin and Botox, yeah, and those big shots and this and all these kind of peptides they do too. A lot okay. of those places, a lot of these places are popping up. So you can okay. go in there, a membership. And they'll give you a shot there. They'll send you home with stuff. They'll get you stuff. And okay. uh, I've been taking, I've been taking 
the BPC C one fifty seven in a pill form, and another one is a sublingual. But both of them, they can all be injected too. Yeah. So, but I can attest to the fact that it works. It gives you energy. It makes you feel good, and uh, I'm totally into it. Okay. Yeah. I I, I, I put on. Uh, I was up to two seventy five. I was. We did our first uh, show for BMN about two was well, two and a half years ago. I was like two thirty five. I went up to two seventy five, and I just I'm doing it the old school way. Just kind of not eating, torturing myself, <laughs> making it hard on myself. I don't want to do anything easy, BMN. So I'm, I'm down to two fifty. So I get to get down to about two forty. It'd be uh, be good, you know. Yeah. I I'm trying to gain weight again. I lost too much weight and I, I, I five eight, one fifty. Oh, yeah. Not even. I'm like one. I was at one forty last week. Back. I'm back up to like one forty six. I just need. Uh -huh. to, I want to be like one sixty or you know a normal. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Like once you start eating, kind of it'll pop back on. You know. Yeah. I broke my arm, and that also. I was skateboarding. Like I'm forty five. Oh, yeah, and I fell, and I was trying to brace myself from the fall, and I cracked my radial head. Oh, Jesus Christ! Yes, yeah, so I it's I'm doing physical therapy. It's like this chip. Oh. It's just like a chip. I say I broke it, oh, but it was yeah. a fracture. But it's like it's a chip the off the old block. Yeah, yeah. and that's not it's a good bad. spot. I can't straighten it. But I want to. I'm going down to Puerto Vallarta in. February to do the stem cells, that whole craze. Oh, right. oh really? Oh, that's good. another yeah. one. I've heard yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm gonna get. And they the do ice. say, yeah, out of the U.S. is better. All mm -hmm. these podcasters to get more and better stem cell out of the country. I'm just, I'm just waiting for it to get legal in America so I can fucking shoot something in my hip. <laughs> right. I'm supposed to get a replacement. With the, with you should try the BPC 157. Yeah. It helps all that pain. Yeah. It really does. Actually, I like the pain kind of. Uh, yeah, I was just talking to one of my UFC friends and he was telling me like they're very strict with the UFC, you know, what you can take and can't take. So oh, I won't sure. say who, yep. who it was, but he was he's doing like the BPC 157. Yep. And so I, I just need to find a clinic. I think I have a lady. I've had Botox because I'm very vain and <laughs> uh, I'm trying to we're trying to fight the getting old. Right. Yeah. And I don't know. It's like I. It really bugs me, getting older, and I'm just like trying to do every, you know, fighting against fight against the dying of the light. Now, do you, like, you know Dustin Poirier? Have you ever met him? Or? I haven't met him, but I yeah, obviously he's a know. Big fan, Nate, Nate Diaz. Uh, like most most UFC guys are uh, our guys. They're big be a man fans. Yeah, I just met Justin Gaethje. Which he oh, fought okay, cool. Justin Poirier. I was yep. doing a podcast, and he—I didn't really meet him. He Facetimed in, and so mm -hmm. I met him through like the screen. There, he was like, "Hey, what's up?" And I was like, "Hey, oh, cool. you're the man." Yeah, because I'm right here in Colorado, like up in Denver. We got Corey Sanhagen, uh, Basil yep. Hafez, Razor Curtis Blades, Kamaru mm -hmm. uh, Usman, yep. and like all these guys are. And the, the Broncos are doing pretty good this year. I just right. I don't yeah I don't really watch football but I watch football documentaries I watched okay. this one on Barry Sanders yep. last night it was so good and uh, you know I he was so quick and like agile he's doing these spins mm -hmm. and shit I just I can I watch every single UFC fight so that's like the only sport oh, I cool. can afford to watch and we just became 
official sponsors of the UFC, which is like, oh, congratulations, dude, that's great, so huge, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, that was monumental. And we're, we just signed a year for 2024. We're sponsoring the 296, which is in two weeks. Yep. With that whole lineup is going to be insane. Mm-hmm. And where they weigh in, they, you know, um, they weigh in in Venom underwear, which is why it's tricky because we're sheath yeah. underwear. And so, yeah. but at, on the scale, they have a sign in front, and our sheath is going to be like the sign in the front. Oh, and then, cool. On the in the background and then in the octagon and we're I'm so pumped it's really expensive oh, it's but yeah how, now how long have you been following the UFC I mean since like I remember my dad would stole you know like the first one with the All little right. the box okay. so yeah that's that's how I used to watch it back yeah then. that was that like was a the, move that was yeah in the early nineties maybe uh mid mid nineties around right. there yeah um we used to all my buddies just come over because we had the uh, the box and it'd be yeah. like it was bare knuckle and you have like a 200 pound guy fighting a 600 pound sumo wrestler yeah i mean one of them got on his back and kept on punching him in the brainstem i remember that remember that one sumo guy got he, yeah little guy beat him just kept punching him with his yeah fist. yeah no yeah. gloves you see someone get kicked in the face the teeth go flying out i mean it was yeah really barbaric it was cool <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's more civilized now yeah it is i a lot different yeah, well, nobody died. I mean, what's that? Nobody died surprisingly. I know. Back, back in those days, I mean, you go like the first twenty of them were pretty. It's pretty crazy. Had Tank Abbott. Remember, remember that Tank dude? Abbott? I was from Huntington Beach, and that. Oh, okay. So that's where yeah. he's from. Yeah, he's and my dad. He's like a street fighter. Yeah, he was just Bruce a Bell. big ball yeah. baller mother. Yeah. Yeah. Did he want to? He was a W. He was a wrestler for the uh, W. Yeah. Yeah. W. Uh, WWF, WCW. W, yeah, he started WCW. I didn't think he went to WWE for a while. Yeah. This is really cool. I, I just to reiterate, I really appreciate you guys coming on here. I love. Oh, no problem. I love doing these things oh. and just you know because we don't know each other and then we like it's kind of like this it's weird some common ground to talk about, right? Some common things like Tom would talk about. Yeah, sports like and broads and everything else probably. <laughs> Are you guys married? Not to each other, but nah, he's, he's he's married. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I just uh, I just go out with a lot of different girls right now. <laughs> that's that's fun. Be a man's in demand. It's hard for one woman to contain. Be a man. Yeah, I have a crazy life, so yeah. it's kind of tough to tie me down right now. It's life is so weird, you know. Do you ever like sit back and think like, what the fuck? Every Sunday, really get to, yeah. We're in a, as me and me a man say, we're our age. We're in the fourth quarter of life. Yeah, no matter how you cut it. So, like you, I too, I'm looking for every edge I can to turn back the hands of time. Yeah. It's inevitable, and I, I'm all for trying whatever would improve the situation, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, I'm waiting for like AI to yeah, be no, able right? to reconfigure our DNA strands and someday it'll happen. Someday people yeah, will live to be 120. I listen to this longevity dude, Jeffrey Glad, check his podcast out. He's pre- he's a doctor, real doctor. He's predicting people will routinely at some point live to be 120 years old. Are they doing Japan now? Yeah. Well, it's close. Well, well over a hundred. You know, the blue zones, all that stuff, the blue mm-hmm. zone. Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah. My, my uncle lived to be 107. That's, that's unreal. Yeah. Yeah. He was never married, never smoked. Had a, <laughs> yeah. had a, had a little wine. 
No kids. Very religious. No kids. Yeah, yeah. It's no stress. But he was uh, he was like an artist. And okay. Sculptor and, and all that stuff. So he was uh, he was pretty just just a real chill guy. You never met him. Huh? No. Yeah. yeah, but he was a good guy. That's pretty amazing. Age just, to be, right? Yeah, we only lost him about three years ago. I mean, what are you doing in those last seven years? Is he mobile? He was, you know, I'll tell you, he was, he was in the like the assisted living part of this um, place in Somerville, and it was Our Lady of what you know the place I'm talking yeah. about, Highland Ave. It was like a nursing, like one floor was a nursing home for like dementia patients, and then the next floor was um, like a kind of assisted living. <laughs> then the next floor would be like for the priest. It was run by the the Catholic Church. So he was in a great place, and he, you know, he was very religious. He went to church every day. They had it there. He was walking around and, you know, very active. And up until, like, the last year, then he started to go down a little bit. And um, okay. unfortunately, when he died, he had, uh, he got COVID, and uh, mm. we couldn't go see him because at that time they wouldn't let you in. Yeah. So we didn't, he died, well, he didn't die alone. He died with the nuns around mm. who loved him. Well, but, um, that's yeah, because nice. we used to go see him, like, at least once a week. Everyone in my family would go see him once, twice a week. And he was and, sharp? Uh, and, yes, you know? he was sharp. It was incredible. Okay. Yeah, it was incredible. I, he, he was amazing. I'm trying to stay sharp. I feel like I'm, I don't know, maybe I smoked too much weed when I was younger or something. I'm just like, okay, I need... Well, I'm, I'm taking something from my memory that helped, but I can't remember what it is. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? It's, you remember it's Ginkgo Biloba or something? Oh, Ginkgo, like that. yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. been around forever. Actually. Yeah, I took that. It just seemed that, I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or because I just got too much going on. But even when I'm like reciting stuff here, it helped me. I, I think I've improved yeah. 100% since I started taking it. Like that, I mean, these things do help. Yeah. Some uh -huh. of us, you know, some down, of course, but even if, like I said, even if they help 5, 10, 15%, yeah. give, give it to me. <laughs> yeah, right. I was doing the Alpha Brain. I'm sure maybe you guys have heard yeah, of it. Yeah. yeah, Joe Rogan and all yeah. that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Have you ever met him? Uh, no, no, well, I have... involved in the UFC a lot, right? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I've, I have talked to him. I went mm -hmm. to one of his comedy uh special shows yeah. back in 2012 in okay. austin and i was he had got done with his set so he's doing crowd work and i thought this is my big opportunity so i start throwing sheath on the stage and he picked he picked up the package and he looked at it and it, back then it said what it was on the package he's like sheath mm. a pouch for your junk <laughs> What the fuck do you need a pouch in your underwear for? This is the stupidest idea I've ever oh, heard of, or a billion dollar idea. And when and I have it, I have it all recorded, and it's clearly him, you know, because he yeah. has a distinct voice. But I just felt odd. I, I still have it on my phone. I never released it because yeah. that would be kind of like um, taking advantage or not. You know, I, I, he, you need his permission to use oh, his voice. He had a, he had a, he had a vision because you're going to be a billionaire. It, we're definitely on the way. We've grown. We we're doing very well. We're very lucky to that people like the product, and it's just like a. I, we have really good quality and the pouch and the customer service and all that. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, like the universe. Sometimes you you know you make a decision and you don't quit. Like that was that's these books I've read. The Napoleon Hill Think and Grow Rich. Like once you quit, it's over, mm -hmm. and. You know, have you know, you gotta kind of like have faith in in the process and in the universe, and then once you pass those first few obstacles, because everyone you get kind of get shut down on your way to the goal sure. with with 
with obstacles, but if you just don't quit, then the universe will be like, okay, he's not going to quit. Let's mm-hmm. give him, give him <laughs> what he wants. Yeah, a, a buddy, uh, <laughs> buddy of ours goes on all the time with Rogan, uh, Shane Gillis. Oh, he's I a, love, he's a comedian. I love yeah, him. A friend I, of ours, a uh, friend of being a man's and, um, uh, he goes on. I think he, he just moved to Austin, actually. Oh, he moved? Yeah. Okay. So uh, he goes on like about every six weeks or so. Yeah, he's on. Does, yeah. The Protect Our Parks, dude. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and I, 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 yeah, Mark, and Mark, Norman. Mark Norman. Yeah, uh, we sponsor all those. Actually, we sponsor all those guys and, oh, and Shane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'll be he'll be wearing the sheath in the podcast because they're he's got his legs up. And yeah, he's wearing shorts. It's always sticking out because um, he was the shot shots. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah, we were we were on um, you know Tommy Pope and Chris stuff, O'Connor stuff yeah. island. We just we were just on their podcast three weeks ago. Two weeks was it two? Three. two? Two or three weeks ago. We just oh my god! Podcast. Yeah, just, I have the worst story about Chris O'Connor. I met him <laughs> at Skankfest, and I thought he was uh, Matt McCus. Oh, yeah. And I was like, "Hey, Matt," and he was like, "Uh, basically." I was. I asked him if it was if he was Matt, and he was like, "Oh, I'm Chris O'Connor," and I was like, "Or O'Connell." I forget. And anyways, <coughs> it's one of those moments where you just kind of like want to sink back in your shell and just like hide. Oh, for, yeah. oh. I, I was so. He's a good nature guy, though. He probably didn't care. Right? Yeah, he was cool. He was yeah, cool about cool. it. And yeah, we were in. Like, I love. Are do you, do you guys do comedy at all? Or you, you know, our own particular version. We're not really stand up comedians. Yeah. Well, we in this environment for us, what we're doing this podcast, it's it's comedy, you know. Absolutely, yeah. So, but well, stand up, not now. Mm-hmm. No, I, I mean I'm good for five seconds. That's what I tell all the girls. Too. Uh, <laughs> I say my thing, and I said he could he could do stand up. He's I might be able to if I want. I've never I've never been about trying to do stand up in my life. You know, as much as I love comedy, mm-hmm. I don't even really listen to that many stand up comedians. The old guys I listen to on yeah. YouTube, Don Rickles. Don Rickles, Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, I I go way back modern day comics. Like uh, I just can't get real dialed in with it. You know, I'm just not. We have uh, Chrissy Chaos, you know Chrissy Chaos. Chrissy yes, Sato. yes, yes. Deli- okay. We just saw yeah. we just saw his show uh, a couple of weeks ago. We uh, saw him after the show too. Good guy. He's like one of the best. I think. He's so Shane, energetic. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. And Shane, Shane think, is my fucking. His comedy yeah. specials are like. Yeah, he's on Netflix now. Yeah, and the but the one on YouTube and his Trump impressions and shit. But it's, oh yeah, yeah, he does his yeah. He's in, <laughs> He's great. Have you seen him? You seen him in person perform? Or? I I've met him briefly at Skankfest. I have not seen him in person though. Yeah, he's great. At a, on no, yeah, I guess I never really saw him on yeah, stage. He's but, awesome. Yeah, he's, he's uh, he does that podcast with McCusker. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, but I think we're gonna be on uh, Chris's podcast eventually. We were going to be on it about a, a month or so ago, and his producer's mother had a health problem. So we had to cancel, and he's he's all over the place, and we're all over the place. So we went to New York and did that stuff, yeah. Island, and a couple other things around out there. Um, we're probably going back, yeah. maybe in January. Yeah, we're good. Uh, Ryan Long. Oh, I love Ryan yeah, Long. Yeah, him. Uh, growing up Italian. We're going to be on with those guys, and there's a couple other ones. He has the yeah. Joe. Joe has lined up for us. So we just have to figure out the dates. Probably in January. You, you know. guys know Dave Smith. I mean. 
Do you know? Yeah, he was just you just had him on, right? Yeah. Yeah, I know him. He's he's like I I, I wanted him to run for president. I'm like, <laughs> you know, he was talking. Yeah, he's about cool. It. Yeah. yeah, he's very smart. Well, it'll be he, nice to see someone like that run for president out of the blue. I mean, why not? Give give a lot of these idiots a, a run for their money. Make them yeah. think. I mean, something different. I get no problem with that. Yeah. What, yeah was he, was, what is he, a libertarian? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, he was so close. But, I mean, it's just going to, you know, you want to ruin yeah, life. I mean, he has a good life now. <laughs> right. He's got a he's got young yeah. family, doesn't he? Exactly. Yes, I mean, it's, it's currently a no-win situation. Whoever the yeah. president is, you can't win. No, no, you just can't. I mean, maybe if you're like a not a woman, not a man, and, uh, <laughs> I may help uh, a little bit. Yeah, maybe. Will, will if you're not, if you're not a white off. man, exactly, and uh, maybe <laughs> not even you know cis or all these things. You got to right. you're gonna have to check all the fucking boxes, and still yeah. somebody's gonna come after you. So <laughs> yeah, you can't win. I mean, there's no way we try i mean i'm not very political and i'm independent i'm pretty much in the absolutely i lean to the left on some things i lean to the right on some Ex- things I'm, me too i'm not political at all don't vote be a man uh don't vote be a man yeah. yeah i was i was getting into it and then you know like during the like early trump era it was just fascinating oh yeah yeah entertaining yeah it was and then they just well all, I will- all the time. I'll say this about Trump, but he, I mean, we've always kind of had an interest in history and politics to some level in life, like we all have, you know, but it wasn't in the forefront, like you're saying. During that election, during his run, I feel he dumped the whole apple cart out for all to see and examine, drew, drew us all into politics. I was yeah. watching Fox News like all night long. Mm, me too. Uh, three hours in a row. I go, what am I doing? I, I go, only, only recently broke myself of the habit. I go, I, I, you know, I watched half of Jesse and I quit. The, yeah, my, no more. I've got felled and just. Right, I and, just can't. It's the same stuff. No, you know. Yeah. But what about Kennedy? Is he gonna run? Oh What's yeah. He do? Is he run as an independent? Well, I'm liking him, and he went. He went independent. Yeah, because he they wouldn't let him run on the Democratic. I, I, I would think yeah, he would take from the Democratic Party. I would think probably right? more so than anybody else. But you know, he did. He did expose a lot of things, mm-hmm. and it made you pay attention to. Like I've learned in the last several years more than I ever really knew about what goes on down there and the yeah. people involved in the games they play and all the, the media. Bullshit. Right, yeah. the media collusion and everything that's mm-hmm. happening. They yeah. go, wow. And be prior to this, you go, was this really all happening before too, or is it just worse now? Anyway, we're now paying attention to it, right? More, you know 100%. what I mean? Yeah, I've, re- I've reclaimed my life. Like I said, I back off. I say, I watch the fucking mo- yeah, movies and relax. So it's gonna, it's gonna be starting up hardcore. Like, oh, I know. After I know. Christmas in that's true. It's gonna be starting up again. Yeah, I was thinking that like next year is going to be a boom year for the economy because they're going to like try to stimulate the economy so that you want to vote for who's in office currently, mm-hmm. and that would be good for our business. Oh yeah, you know because drill well, baby drill. It, yeah, let's go. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? That's it. Make that money. Sell some more weapons. <laughs> let's do. I'm just kidding. Everybody will spend their money. Yeah, just give everyone free money but like i joined i joined the army in 2006 because weapons of mass destruction and granted i was in a very desperate place also you know and like i needed to change my life around i was a fuck up when i was a kid i can't i've been arrested more than really that many times for, for wow, just, just quiet ones you go look out for. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> nothing, nothing violent. We thought you were normal. <laughs> I, hey, you know, I had ambition. 
Very yeah, ambitious. Unbelievable. That's great. You got arrested that many so, times. Huh? Were, you, were you overseas in combat and stuff like that? Two times. Yeah. Wow. Well, thanks for your Thank you for the service. Yes. You're yeah. very welcome. Incredible. It was, it was, in, it was a great, it was an incredible experience. You know, yeah. I think, I feel like young men and women potentially should do martial arts and join the service for, uh, you know, some mm. period of time. Yeah. Go, just go through basic training. It's, oh, yeah. It's it will. Yeah. You know, it'll like yeah. put you martial show arts, good discipline. Discipline. Yeah. You know, we're so, so soft. Do you, do you do martial arts too? Or I do. I what, what, what persuasion? I do boxing and jujitsu. Wow, oh, cool. Good, well, good. that's a good combination. Yeah, that's right? good. We just, uh, we just, our podcast was on combat. Yeah. One of them was on combat one, yeah. sports. And we talked, there was a jujitsu, uh, car jujitsu, right? Car jujitsu, yeah. Jujitsu in the car. Do you ever see that? No. It's like, yeah, it's cool. It's not too thrilling. Phone booth fighting. We watched yeah, watch uh, that. That's pretty nutty. Ice close. Hockey uppercuts. Yeah. Yeah, that's far away yeah. from me. Yeah, the slap fights. We saw the slap, the slap fights. fights. Power slap. That. They have jou- jousting, right? Yeah, they have jousting. jousting and all kinds of stuff. Jousting. <laughs> yeah, they dress up in armor. They even have shields and uh stuff. Oh, I saw, I saw that. I saw yeah, that. Yeah. They're yeah. hacking the hell out of each other. So Royce Gracie, right? Yeah, he weighed 175 yeah. pounds. We talked about that That's just that. now. He was incredible. He was he was the best at at his time. And then when, pioneer, right? Yeah. Matt Hughes, Matt Hughes took him out with yeah. the, because once they learn the mm. you know like when you add wrestling with jujitsu, the wrestler they're just like. Fucking animals. Yeah. Was, it, was it Matt? Was it Mark Coleman or was it Matt Hughes? It, I think uh, Mark Coleman. I believe was like was way after? bigger. He was too yeah, big. Oh yeah, yeah, he was super. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, so he was. He was. I remember he fought uh, Kenny Shamrock, right? Mm-hmm. And all those yeah. Guys. And he was. He was tough, man. He was just a, you know, just tough guy. I just met Forrest Griffin recently. Oh, yeah. oh, nice. That was so cool. He was, you know, that legendary fight with Stefan Bonner. And mm-hmm. Just, uh, that was really cool. And I, I love the, I, like, the mentality, the discipline, the dedication of fighters. Oh, sure. They, you know, it's very uh, similar to business, you know, running a business. If, it, you know, if you're running a business and you put all your focus and dedication and energy into that business like fighters do into fighting you're probably going to do pretty good mm-hmm. you know and with your <coughs> podcasting and stuff you know just whatever it is you're doing that type of dedication is really yeah. going to make a difference <laughs> yeah i find you you know if you, i try to write myself on a schedule every day what i have to do and what i want to get done and just kind of check it off during the day and it helps me be disciplined in some ways, kind of. It takes the right. pressure off of trying to remember all the little details. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, I get like stress. I get stressed. Yeah, out. well, you forget everything. Yeah. You know, it's like it's too much going. Well, me anyway. It's like too much going on, too much to do, and yeah, like, gonna make this call, do this, and go here. It well, never but, fucking ends. No, it man. doesn't. It's like keeps us out of trouble, though. Yeah, but it like ment- mentally, I think it back to a simpler time or some shit. Yeah, you're on the farm and. Staring out and even when there was only fax machines, that was a big thing. Right, fax machines that was in beepers, right? Beepers, yeah, beepers and fax machines. You go back in time, a man sitting in his office, all he had to really deal with was his telephone ringing occasionally, right? Now you got freaking computers, your phone, your laptop. It's it's just a bombardment of senses, isn't it? It's, It's just so much. 
yeah, it's on. It's not realistic to be able to like take all that information in, and you know, you guys are in a similar probably like situation where yeah. people are, you you know, there's always messaging you and like. Uh, oh, yeah. you know, whether whether it's on the social or text or calling, I do not answer my phone because it's like I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> do, you have, do you have a lot of help in your business? I we have, have like an assistant and stuff like that. I don't see. I don't. I mean, my wife is my mm-hmm. like assistant, but I don't really have an ass. I ha- and yeah, I do and I don't. Like I don't have like a secretary, but I have a a team. Yeah, oh, good, yeah. good. You know, I see. I met Steve before. Yeah, Stevie, he's yeah. he's wild. He's, he's like your right hand man. He he's my you know when I need something done, I call him and he gets it done oh, for good. me. Yeah, good. he's a, he's a great guy, by the way. Yeah, nice he's so nice. Mm-hmm. You can he's just you know like the type of guy he, always positive. You know, I'm so I'm so bad with technology. When he sent me a link to the you know, podcast, I said, oh, I said Dave Smith owns sheath. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. I hit on the link because I was his latest, you know. Uh, yeah, so he's like, I texted him, I sent an email back saying that. He's like, he's like, you serious? Uh, and I was like, well, let me let me call you because you know things get lost in cyberspace and the translation of what you're trying to say and all that. So we talked well, on the phone and straightened it all out. Yeah, that's why I brought up the Dave Smith thing because he, uh, he Stephen had told me about that and I was. Oh yeah, laughing. he's a. I mean, Dave is a huge advocate, like, and so, but I'm I'm the CEO. I started it ten years ago. Mm-hmm. It's our ten year anniversary, and we like the UFC. Congratulations! Yeah, I saw that. Congratulations! It's, yeah, it's good. Uh, we, you know, you guys sent us a couple yeah. of ideas. We tried it. We we like it. You know, we don't uh, we don't get involved in anything we don't believe in. The people sending us stuff, as you can imagine, we have like yeah, boxes and boxes over there. People wants to try this and that, so. And BMA and I are both well endowed, may I say? Uh, <laughs> so, so these uh, these underwear really help us yeah, out. Yeah. Keeps, <laughs> keeps the package nice and tight. Nice well, and tight yeah. and comfortable. That's where, I mean, so I was in Iraq when I came up with the idea, which, you wow. know, like no... That's, this is like true story. It was it was hotter than the devil's balls. Oh, of course. <laughs> and... Uh, you know, I was, you know, like guys, your balls stick to your leg. And it was yeah. a very simple concept. Of yeah, right. Trying to yeah, reinvent bless, the wheel. God bless you guys for all you did. God bless you for coming yeah. up with these underwear. You are too kind. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm trying. And it's 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 fun. I, I would never want to sell. I like running a business. I like working. I you know, like, what are you going to do if people are like, you should sell the company? And I'm like, well, then what am I going to do? Yeah, right. I, yeah, you have to come up with something else. You're a smart guy. I could. I have a couple ideas, but I like sure. this, and it affords it. Like I'm talking to you guys, and I, yeah. I get to talk to like so many different people, mm-hmm. and let's go. I, well, you love you love what you do. I can tell you love what you do. Yeah, you friends with Dana White. I am not friends with him yet, but I am business partners. He's telling it like it is. He's all over the place, man. Huh? He doesn't. Yeah. He's, he's from. He's from around here. Yeah, he's a Boston he's a guy. Boston guy. Nice. Uh, yeah, I, li- I like his style, man. I like the stuff he's been saying. I see him popping up all over the place with these podcasts here and there, and 100. percent Just yeah. tell it like it is. He doesn't give a shit about <laughs> Peloton. Yeah, and th- oh, that's great. The Peloton <laughs> was fabulous. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and he's 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 promoting this other echelon now. It's a a new kind of basically Peloton <laughs> brand, 
But I like how he's talking about the relation, you know, you're forming these relationships with these brands and we're very aligned, you know, as far as uh, brands are concerned, we're into the same type of shit. He's doing the peptides with Gary Brecca, who he dropped all that weight and got ripped. Gary's all about that stuff. Okay. Listen, he's understand. got a nice podcast. Yeah. Gary Brecca. Yeah. I'm going to write that down. He's so. all over the place, too. And um, he was on Joe Rogan. I mean, you can look him up. He's oh. everywhere. There's so, there's so many good podcasts to listen to. It's a lot. And it? there's only so, much, so <laughs> many hours in a day. But we're, we're happy to say we're in the top one tenth of 1% of all podcasts <laughs> in America. So we're one, one in a thousand, basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's uh, really taken off for us. I was I mean, just yeah. listening to it with my wife, and she was very. She was like, "You guys have like pleasant voices." She was mm-hmm. liking listen, listening, but it, it is so saturated. There's everyone oh. has a podcast. Yeah. So. yeah, every day, more and more new arrivals out there by every single hour of the day. So we're lucky because we we have eight million followers, yeah. so we have a captive audience. Right. And we've drawn a lot of follows from there. It's, it's helped grow it to where it is now. I That's highly it. recommend the Be a Man podcast. Ah. Well, thank you. Be a Man experience. Experience. Yeah. Yes. Irreverent, funny. Yeah, I try to just you know, make jokes of our yeah. background, our upbringing, our sensibilities. And uh, I was just talking. We've, we've been around. We're like yeah. 100 and, 130 something years. Yeah. Between us. So we've been around, done a lot. <laughs> when those spring when we chickens, as mom used to say, right? We're in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Well, do you want to listen to some 21-year-old that has no experience? No, or do you want no. to listen to some guys that have some wisdom and, you know, right. That's stories true. and shit? Sell some stories and have fun doing it. Yeah, I was just listening to you guys talking about uh, being at, uh, like, something about glory holes and, like, the, <laughs> the poor guy that has to clean up the... Oh, right. Uh, mop it up after... Uh, mop mat. Yeah, I mean, that's like... <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> yeah, I never had that job. Thank God. Yeah, you know and things never got that bad. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, I know that. Um, you know, I've been to different peep shows and stuff. I walk by them, and you see like there's a line of guys ready to go in there. It's like that's so fucking gross <laughs> to me, right? Uh, we draw the line at glory yeah. holes. Yeah. We don't do that. Uh, <laughs> but it's just like the, the actual peep show itself, where you have the girl on the other side. Right, right. You know? Even that. Yeah, it's like. Uh, that Madonna video was that a Madonna video? But it, I mean, where she was like act. I don't know if that's a proper yeah. reference, but I could see the bit like the interest in that. But just the, <clears throat> the line of guys for like yep. months and years going in that particular little stall. That's what grosses yeah. me out. Did you ever see the the uh, show The Deuce on HBO? No. It's about basically Times Square and all that back in the seventies. You know, during the coke days and the pornography and it's wild, yeah. <laughs> Forget HBO, it's a good just like three seasons long. The deuce. Uh, All right, yeah, the deuce. Learn some things. Uh, yeah, okay. Good educate you. We're having a lot of fun doing what we're doing. Yeah. I mean, um basically it's okay to be a man. That's what the bottom line is it's okay to be a man nowadays. I know, right? right? The only one tell you anything different ever. Yeah. It's okay it, to be a man in two thousand twenty three. It's not a crime. I think we're shifting back. It's got. I think it, got, so. it seems like it's coming back yeah. a little bit. Yeah, like yeah. everyone just fucking. People, sp- people yeah, are speaking exactly. out more and put. There's more pushback to it, which yeah. is the start of turning it around. Yeah, people like Dana White, for example, people like him and people at unknowns or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, say fuck you, man. Yeah, you know, you hit that stage in life. The I don't give a fuck stage. 
the older guys get, and now some of the younger guys get it. Too like, hey, this is who I am. This is how we think, and then this is you know, accept it. I accept right. you. You accept me. There you go. That's you know? the thing. You we're want us to, to accept you. We're right. trying to spread the word. We're two prophets. <laughs> yeah. so. We're the apostles. Yeah. And through yeah. comedy, you know, right. you do it through yeah. comedy, we have um, a good time. Try to spread the word. Have fun doing it, and tell it like it is. <laughs> you know. Hopefully, don't offend too many people. Right. It's a good outlet. Yeah. It's our id. Some of it's our id. I'm saying they don't really behave this way always or whatever. Like, I'm not barbarians. Mm -hmm. But this part of a a man's brain and these thoughts and just kind of like let it go. Just whatever. Yeah. You know? 100%. (laughs) We have have a book uh, that came out last November. Are you familiar with that? The Be a Man book? No. But yeah. Be a Man, the the Ultimate Guide. Um, That's like, we're starting to get. Christmas order is crazy craziness right now. It's really took off this year. They good during the year, but now this month it's in November. It's been crazy for Christmas presents. So it's it's affordable. It's on Amazon and Barnes and Noble and everywhere. And, um, it was on sale, but it's it's pretty reasonably priced. Did you guys write it together? Uh, no, no I had a we had um, actually Dak Shepard and Kristen Bell are big fans, and they've talked with Joe, our partner, and um, about. Uh, well, we got approached about doing a book, uh-huh. and so Joe's has talked to Christian Bell and, and Dak um, often Whoa, back, back, back cool. in the day. They they steered us in the right direction. Of they gave us uh, they hooked us up with UTA and a ghostwriter. Yes, to put it all together. A ton of work for Joe. I mean, I had the easy part really, you know, because he did all the tough stuff. But um, that that's going good. We do um, we do different appearances and. Ads and advertisements um, for different companies on the podcast, on um, you know, we, in in studio and things like that. It's, it keeps us busy. Yeah, no, that's fascinating. I got approached to write a book, um, and he, I'm going to make you a best-selling author and this and that. But I'm not, I'm not ready for that. But that's really cool. Well, someday, something to keep keep on the agenda. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and he was going to write it for me, and I'll we'll see. I'll get to that, but yeah. I, I will have to check that out. The Be a Man, the Ultimate Guide. Be a Man, the Ultimate Guide. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was thinking, like before the podcast, I like this line from Goodfellas. Ever since I was a little kid, I always wanted to be a gangster. Something like that. <laughs> and and then that's why I my got favorite it. movie. That's, that is my favorite movie. It's so fun, yeah. you know. At the end, when he's fucking just running from the cop, yeah, he's yeah. doing blow in the car, yeah. and they're chasing him. That's coach. I, where I grew up, I grew up right in Day Square in East Boston at Logan Airport, and I, all the wise guys used to hang out there. You know, like um, they were part of the Angelo crowd. There's guy Bob Boza, who was a hitman back then, the animal Bob Boza, yeah. and they hung out like right in my neighborhood across the street and around parking in front of the house and stuff. And it was, you know, seeing, I never ran around with the, the gangsters, but I just saw all that, you know, you see the guys that weren't working and dressed up in the flashy suits and stuff with the, the new Cadillacs. I mean, I didn't know back then, but looking back, you realize they were just, yeah. they were all mobbed up. You know? And it's funny that area is over, as we all know, the Italian American mafia doesn't exist as it once did. No. But we came up on a day when it did exist. And these characters that you see in Goodfellas that he just described, they were yeah. real. I have the same background. I have similar backgrounds around similar yeah. people, legitimate mafiosa slash gangsters. Yeah. Like as close as he, I mean, all over. Because yeah. it was, it was yeah. at its apex in many ways before the descent. 
But back then it was this is uh, real so, stuff. And he was his old man was connected yeah. to Bookie and I basically it was there. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I basically grew up in yeah. my, my uncles owned a bar. And uh, they were they were connected and they were bookies and long shacks and everything else. So I grew up in the bar and they like I tell the story, my legs would be dangling off the bar when I was five years old drinking a coke, mm-hmm. watching all kinds of shit, you know. All these gruff bastards taking their guns out and fucking drunks around and hookers and fist fights and then, you know, watch the whole world around me. It was crazy. The I wasn't afraid of anything though. Yeah. In some ways, we can use the mafia one or an incarnation of it. Not really, but in some abstract way, some of these cities were more under control because people dare come and burn down your store in this particular neighborhood. Or if you did, there'd be a price to pay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's yeah. some there's truth to that. Yeah, no, they, that they would, really they, existed. They back would, then. They was a policeman. It was like a wall. They go, oh, we don't go over yeah. there, man. Because right. We don't want to face what will happen to us if we do something over there. Yeah. And that's right. how they protected it. Now, of course, that's all gone. I don't know what system, but we need a system to people have more respect for each other. The cities, the buildings, all of it. This is crazy, yeah. right? It has gone... Oh my God! There's a horse, horse out there. Yeah, it's gone like to just lawlessness and right? chaos, and you know, defund the police. But Crazy. I, I could see how, like, having a, a fi- figures in a society, like in a community, that you're not you're not going to cross, you're not going to fuck with them, mm. whether it's the police or the mafia. I, that you know, yeah. If people can say what they want about the police, they hate the police. But I always say, like, if your brother. Or your loved one, or one of your parents was sitting there dying, having a heart attack. They would be there trying to save that person's life for you. You just got to remember that. So ninety-nine point nine 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 percent of all cops are good. That's yeah. how we feel about it. And mm-hmm. any profession, any field is bad apples, right? Of I course. Mean, but overall, just, just like life, these cops—they're—they're they're, they're damn good, you know. I just got—I got pulled over about four days ago, and it had been years. And I was—I was on the phone. I was kind of like. Uh, multitasking and i made this a u-turn and a very clearly it had these big signs no u-turn but i didn't see them i turn around and this cop he he was not even in his car he just like stood in the middle of the road and he was like pull over and i was like oh fuck so i pulled over and into the parking lot and uh he was like I already, he was like, you know, license, registration, insurance, and all that. And so I'm pulling all that shit out because I, I abs- actually had it. Like, and so that was helpful. And he ran all my stuff and he was like, you know, you know why I pulled you over? And I was like, yeah, I don't think I was supposed to make the U turn there. But he's like, we're going to play a little game. He's like, are you a family man? I said, yes. You got kids, wife, blah, blah, blah. Yes, yes. And he's like, okay, call your wife. And so he, I called my wife and he's like, I just, I just pulled your husband over. But I'll tell you what. It, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a warning, but he's got to buy you a real nice Christmas present. <laughs> and it was awesome. You know what? If you're cool with the cost, it'll be cool with you. Yeah, exactly. you to give them shit. They'll they'll come at you, which I don't blame. You know. Uh huh. I was arrested three times in my life, and I could say honestly, I deserved every time. Uh huh. Yeah, 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 in my yeah. particular case, I'm not saying everybody has this, but that's what happened to me. <laughs> me too. I, I mean, I and I got away with a bunch of shit that I should have right. been arrested for. <laughs> I was so dumb. <laughs> fucking, it's like I, I'm. I don't know. I'm just surprised I made it as far as I did, and kind of grew out of that. You know, they say that your brain doesn't fully develop until you're right. like 25, and whoo. 
I, I joined the army at 26, and I think that's when I actually kind of became a man. Made you a man. There you go. Yeah, you sound like a man to me, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing my thing. I'm trying. Awesome. And, you know, I'm always trying to, I'm like, I was just talking to a buddy, not a buddy. He's like my coach, like a mental coach. Mm-hmm. And, um, He's t- you know telling me about how how I've grown and stuff, and you never want to like fully be like I know it all, right? Right. Once you know it all, then what else is there? Yeah, and so I'm never never stop learning, and I'm never you know like I, it it blows my mind actually how I did this thing with the underwear. You know, I'm mm-hmm. like I'm a fucking idiot. You know, you could be the smartest dumb person I know, though. <laughs> right. When John, when you were in like doing the Sopranos, how you know, how does did you ever feel like some kind of imposter syndrome, or how did I get here, or did you work really hard to get? Yeah, I mean, I had been acting for a number of years prior to that, so yeah. you know, getting that job, um, auditioning, doing stuff, being in New York, doing uh, Law and Order for many years, other stuff. And the show was in its second season when I went for it. It was not quite the phenomenon that it became, but it was on its way to. And as an actor, I went, oh, that's a show I'd like to be on. And little did I know I'd get an audition, at least get the opportunity to do 13 shows. So it was was great to to be there. And it was very bad to get the call to say bye-bye, too. So, But it was great being on it. Yeah, it was quiz still the, the, by far the greatest thing I've ever done because the, the voted the greatest show in history of TV by multiple sources. Yeah, yeah my daughter was wearing one of the shirts of the wife. I forget her name. Carmela. Carmela. Yes, <laughs> she was just wearing that for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Well, I love it, and I, I highly recommend the clips. They're really funny, and okay. the podcast. Thank you. Man when I lose another five pounds, I'm gonna pose with my sheath underwear. <laughs> please, please, just the underwear. I'm gonna send it to you. You can okay. do what you want with it. Uh, I'll post have a nice it background. Maybe you could uh, you know, throw it up. Throw it up there. Hey, Gigi get a couple it. girls right on your shoulders, and then. <laughs> well, I. I really appreciate it. It was a good time. Appreciate your oh, time. Thank you, thank you again for having us on. We really appreciate it. Great. Oh, game. man. Likewise. Okay. Well, I will let you guys go, everyone. Thank you for coming. We'll see you next week. Be a man. Be a man. All right. Thanks, brother. Thank you, man. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you.